Every day we take our lives into our own hands when we consume vitamins and supplements. By not knowing the right ones to take or when, we could be doing a disservice to our health, or even worse, could be endangering it. Welcome to your Daily Dose with Doreen Doucette. Now you have a resource to help you use supplements, vitamins, and natural health more safely and effectively. Here is your host, Doreen Doucette. Good morning and welcome to your Daily Dose. Over the past 12 weeks, I've touched on many health topics to give you some basics in natural health. We started off with the use and misuse of supplements and I gave you the link to my website where you could go to complete a questionnaire that would give you a basic starting tool to let you know where you are with what supplements your body is requiring and supplements that you may have too much of. That questionnaire also has one with it that will determine your dosha and this can be very helpful when it comes to balancing one's body to maintain health. I also went over the basics of what one should be looking for in a multivitamin in regards to the actual amount of each vitamin and mineral that's contained within it. And I hope that you've been checking what's in the brand that you are taking. I also stated that I would inform you of which brands I feel are the best and the worst that I found. So here are the worst brands that I have found and I want you to please remember that this is my opinion. First is for children, and the one that I have never liked and I still do not like is the Flintstone brand of vitamins. Now, other than the amount of the vitamin and mineral content, the list of the non-medicinal ingredients is long, with the first ingredient being aspartame. Now, from there, it contained three different color dyes, and they're called lake dyes. Now, there's two types of these lake dyes, and one is synthetic, and that one can be fine. But these dyes can also be derived from coal tar and that can cause allergies. And in this particular brand, we don't know where the dyes are derived from. The vitamin then goes on to contain confectioner sugar as well as sucrose, which is just plain refined white sugar. It also contains hydrogenated vegetable oil, which may increase inflammation. It can harm heart health and it can negatively affect your blood sugar. So that's enough about that one. Um, As far as adult multivitamins, it's the Centrum multivitamin that I'm not a fan of. And they use a synthetic vitamin E and beta carotene. And these have been found to to cause health, other health problems. They also contain hydrogenated palm oil, which can be correlated to some heart diseases, along with multiple artificial colors again. Now, many of the companies are manufacturing multivitamins in the form of gummies for both children as well as adults. And in a previous show, I did go over the manufacturing process of these, and the foundation ingredients are basically sugar, gelatin, and cornstarch. And the high heat that the gummies have to be made at actually damages a lot of the vitamins and minerals that we would need. Um, so in the, in the weeks to come, I'm going to focus on the better, better multivitamins. Um, but for now, just please look at what you're taking or what you're giving to your children and ask the question, are they providing you with what you actually need or can they be part of your health problem? Because they can. Have you checked to see if your body actually requires the vitamins that you are taking? I hope that each and every one of you will use dietary supplements as if they were prescription medications. Make sure that you need them. Make sure that you take them only for a maximum of three months. 
be rechecked to see how much has changed in your body in that time period, and if you would need to continue with them for another three months, if you need them at all, or maybe you only need one vitamin, maybe you only need minerals and no vitamins. So it's always best to check. Should you wish to complete the supplement questionnaire and see what your body requires, you can go to my website at www.dmurphydoucette.com and you can complete it there. In the third show, I welcomed Chef Kevin Wagner. Kevin is a registered nutritional consulting practitioner. He owns Eating with Wisdom in Nova Scotia, and Kevin provided us with beneficial ways to acquire many of the vitamins and minerals that we would need through our foods and a balanced diet. Kevin provided us with information regarding detoxing and juice cleanses, as well as some excellent information on nutrition and cancer. He also touched on fasting and intermittent fasting, which is, which is very popular right at the moment. And I had several people who messaged me after the show with Kevin, stating how pleased they were with his information. So should anyone want to further look into what Kevin offers and provides, you can find him at www.eatingwithwisdom.com, and he'll be pleased to assist you. The fourth show brought us to the very hot topic of essential oils, and I had a very special guest from the UK, Jane Lawson. Jane is the principal of Natural Approach School and Therapies. She has been a clinical aromatherapist for almost 30 years and a teacher for over 20. Jane has provided us with the proper ways to use essential oils without the harmful effects that can be experienced with improper usage, such as ingestion. Now, with the use of essential oils and aromatherapy being extremely popular now, we see many misuses of them, and this can be from using them for ingestion, diffusing them, probably with children or pets in the room, baking with them, and applying them to the skin undiluted. Now, many people were unaware that some basic essential oils, such as peppermint, should not be diffused with young children in the room. So many misconceptions were cleared up with Jane's expertise, and she instructed us on many of the better ways to use the essential oils for their many health benefits. So should anyone wish to contact Jane Lawson, you can find her at Natural Approach School and Therapies on Facebook. She'd love to hear from you. Show number five took us to the wonderful world of Ayurveda and Panchakarma, and I invited my doctor of Ayurveda, and he is as well my instructor, to speak with me regarding this subject. Dr. Abdurrahman Paulin is a fifth-generation Ayurvedic doctor, and the total number of years that his family generations have spent in Ayurveda spans more than 160 years. Dr. Paulin is the owner and chief physician of PVA Ayurvedic Hospital and Teaching Facility in Kanur, Kerala, India. And Dr. Paulin spoke to us about what Ayurveda is, its origin, and how it encompasses all aspects of well-being, of which are our physical, mental, and spiritual aspects. He also touched on our doshas, of which are vata, pita, and kapha. Now, these are our basic body constitutions, and he spoke of how we can strive to keep their balance through diet and lifestyle, which, when they're in balance, will aid in good health. 
He did go into detail of the qualities of each of the doshas. And if you wish to find out what your dosha is, you can go to my website again at www.dmurphydoucette.com and you can complete the dosha questionnaire there. Since Dr. Poulin and I didn't have enough time to speak on any of the beneficial Ayurvedic herbs during our conversation, with the current pandemic of COVID-19, Dr. Poulin sent me a message last evening that even though it's a bit noisy, I still want to play it for everyone to hear because I think it's so beneficial. He's encouraging everyone to use precautions and he gives us some precautions according to Ayurveda. Here's the clip, and I will go over some of the foods and the herbs after the clip. Hi, I'm Dr. Poyan, PV Ayurvedic Multi-Specialty Nursing Home, Kannur, Kerala, India. Now we are all afraid of coronavirus. Almost all countries are affected now. What we can do now? You know, this is a new virus. Still... This time, there is no clear-cut medicine and also no vaccine. In this situation, how can we tackle this viral attack? First thing is preventing the spread of virus from one person to another person. Second is self-protection. How we can prevent the spreading? First thing is keep social distance. From one person to another person, one and a half meter distance we must keep. Second, when you are coughing or sneezing, use towel. To the third thing is break the chain, wash the hand with soap around one minute, thoroughly you wash the hand. At an interval, you must wash the hand with the soap. And also, you can use the sanitizer. Uh, you can use the hand and your mobile and your key and where you are touching, where, which are the places we are touching, you, you can use the sanitizer. Or you can use, uh, if it's a washable area, you can wash with the soap water. In this way, we can avoid the spreading. Next is the self-protection. You know, still now, there is no medicine for coronavirus. Only the thing, we can strengthen our immunity power and natural immunity system can fight against it the bacteria and we can survive. According to Ayurveda, there are three factors which can increase our immunity system. Food, exercise and sleep. The food Ayurveda says it must be Easily digestible and you don't take stomach of food and also you must take the food after digesting the previous meal. The some food which can increase the immunity system are ginger, 
garlic, bell peppers, Spanish, broccoli, almond, turmeric, green tea, papaya, kiwi, sunflower seeds, and also cashew nuts, walnuts, pista, and also we can increase the vitamin C rich foods. Other thing is, we can use gooseberry and guluji in Ayurveda and Ashtakanda. These are things we can use for increasing our immunity system. Next is the exercise. Every day we must do exercise half to one hour. You can use yoga or other simple exercise in your home. Sleep is very important. We must go to the bed between 10 and 10.30 p.m. and must go to sleep at 11 o'clock. Avoid day sleep. You see, according to Ayurveda, we must be mentally and physically strong. Above mentions are increasing the physical strength. This shows that we must be physically strong. Then for mental strength, there are some factors. Example, yoga can help, meditation, and read the good books, which give more energy and confidence and relaxations. And you can make a relationship with your relatives and friends. But here we, you must take care that those who give more negative things, please avoid such a friends and relatives. You must select the person who give you more positive energy. And also some medias, newspaper and visual medias, you may give you more negative energy or panic or mental stress, please avoid such things or you can cut off these medias. And now is the lockdown everywhere in the world and you can use this time to strengthen your relationships with friends and families. The best way to prevent the spreading of coronavirus is isolation. Now, I can address you, stay home, stay safe. Thank you so much. For more details, Dr. Poilan. So some of the doctor's recommendations are the proper hand washing, social and physical distancing, exercising, and foods. Now your foods should be easily digestible and you should only eat on an empty stomach. Make sure that you are hungry and don't overfill the stomach. Some of the foods that Dr. Poilan mentioned that will assist in boosting the immune system are the first one he mentioned was ginger, and ginger is used to reduce kapha and vata. It will reduce pain and swelling. It aids in increasing the appetite. It reduces fever and cold, and it can reduce abdominal pain. Now, fresh ginger is best for our digestion. Second one that he mentioned was garlic, and garlic is used to reduce kapha and vata, but it will increase pita. Now, garlic can be used for pain because it is an analgesic. It is a digestive. It's used for a cardiac and a liver tonic. 
It's a diuretic and it can be used to reduce edema. The caution with garlic is if you have a bleeding disorder, you need to caution your use with garlic because it will increase your bleeding disorder. The third one that he mentioned were bell peppers. And bell peppers aid to boost the immune system. They provide us with vitamins A and C, and they promote the health of the nervous system. Another one he mentioned was spinach. And we all know that spinach is a rich source of vitamins A, C, and K. It also contains magnesium, iron, and manganese. It helps in fighting oxidative stress, and it's rich in nitrates, which will help in balancing our blood pressure. Fifth one that he mentioned was broccoli. Now broccoli is a great source of vitamin C, and it's a very healthy vegetable. It increases vata, and this can cause some abdominal bloating. So if you have this problem after you eat broccoli, Ayurveda recommends that you add some fenugreek and cumin seeds to it, and this will reduce the gas and bloating, and it will make it a more balanced food as well, so it's more easily digestible. He spoke of green tea, and green tea encourages the healing of ulcers, and it aids in a healthy digestion. Green tea is an anti-inflammatory. It boosts our immune system, and it boosts it against both viral and bacterial colds and flus. He also mentioned eating sunflower seeds, cashew nuts, and walnuts, as they are a great source of protein, fiber, minerals, and vitamins, and they contain mainly unsaturated fats, which are essential to your body's nervous system. They are also um, antioxidants, they're also anti-inflammatories and antivirals. And there are specific recommended seeds and nuts that are beneficial for each dosha. So if you know what your dosha is, you should look up to see which seeds and nuts are going to benefit you the most, and it's going to help to keep you balanced as well. Another one that he mentioned is turmeric. Um, turmeric reduces vata and kapha. It aids in healing ulcers. It reduces some skin diseases, and it's beneficial for infections and allergies. Now, many people are taking turmeric supplements to reduce inflammation in the body, and that is another huge benefit of turmeric. However, you really must be aware that turmeric does have some downsides to it. So those of you who are taking the supplements should know that only a small amount of the turmeric is going to be absorbed into the body because most of it is being metabolized in the intestine. And then it goes out of the body via your stool. So if you take your supplements with foods that contain fats or oils, you're going to get a much better absorption rate from it. Turmeric supplements should also be taken only for short periods of time. So if you're taking high doses of turmeric supplements, it's best not to take it all at one time, but split it up and take it twice daily and don't take the supplements for longer than one month. High doses of turmeric will have adverse effects. Some of them being nausea, diarrhea, headaches, and allergic skin reactions. Now, people who have gallbladder diseases should take these supplements with caution as turmeric does stimulate the gallbladder. 
Another caution with turmeric is to take is, is with taking higher doses for longer than one month, and that can have adverse effects on the liver. So again, something that most of us think is is so beneficial to us, it, it also can have adverse effects if you're not using it properly. So make sure that you're using it properly. Dr. Poulin also mentioned to increase your vitamin C, and he didn't tell you to take it with a supplement form, but he said to get it from natural foods. So you want to be eating foods that are high in vitamin C. He then went on to mention three herbs that he recommends as a preventative, and the first one is gooseberry or amlaki. Now this is a fruit that's beneficial for all three doshas, and you can take it either in powder form, capsule, or fresh fruit uh, when it's necessary. It's, it's very beneficial in treating heart disease, dysuria, chronic fever, thirst, weakness, burning sensations, and increasing the appetite. A second one that he mentioned was Gaduchi. Now, Gaduchi is a rejuvenative herb that you can get in the form of powder, tablet, tincture, or oil. And it's very good for all three doshas, and it's used in the following. It's used for skin diseases, vomiting, diarrhea, loss of appetite, abdominal pain, liver disease, fever, weakness, and diabetes. Another one that he mentioned, and this is the third one, was ashwagandha. And ashwagandha is another rejuvenative herb, but it will reduce kapha and vata. The root of this plant is used, and it's beneficial for loss of sleep. It reduces abdominal pain. It can aid in decreasing swelling. It increases digestion. It purifies the blood. It reduces skin disease. So these are some herbs and foods that one can use as preventative measures according to Ayurveda. And I'd like to thank Dr. Paulin for sending us that message. And I wish him all the best in Kerala. Please stay safe and stay well, doctor. Show number six brought us to a newly legalized substance in Canada, which is cannabis and CBD products. They are not new products, but they are just recently legalized in Canada. And again, I invited the very knowledgeable Kevin Wagner of Eating with Wisdom to speak on this topic. Kevin explained to us how cannabis and CBD differs and its effects on the human body. He also explained to us about the human cannabinoid system that we all have. Kevin also explained to us that no, not everyone can use cannabis or CBD products, especially if you have certain illnesses or are taking certain medications, and that there are or can be contraindications. Now, so many people think that because cannabis and CBD are, again, natural products, that there can never be any harm. So please check into these things. Look at what you're putting into your bodies. And if you don't know, please ask a professional. Are these things benefiting you or are they harming you? Again, should you want additional information, please don't hesitate to contact Kevin. And he's extremely knowledgeable with CBD and cannabis products, and he would be willing to help you. You can find him at www.eatingwithwisdom.com. 
Show number seven returned us again to the lovely Jane Lawson with her abundant treatments and amazing therapies. And Jane explained to us what Lomi Lomi bodywork is, as well as Kahuna bodywork. She continued on to describe the benefits of facial reflexology, metamorphosis therapy, and thermoauricular therapy, and how she performs her past life journeys all of which were so interesting to learn about because there was a few of her treatments and therapies that she does that I've never heard of before. So I found that very interesting, and I hope that all of you did as well. Again, if you wish to contact Jane, you can find her at Natural Approach School and Therapies on Facebook, and I know that Jane would love to hear from you. So due to illness... Show number eight was an encore of the essential oils. And then we went on to show number nine and welcomed a lovely lady that is not a practitioner nor a doctor, but one of the best cooks that I know of. And I've, I've experienced her cooking. And she is just a wonderful person inside and out. Lisette Dontremont has been studying and reading everything and anything that she can get her hands on regarding Ayurveda. Now, when I first met Lisette at my practice and I mentioned the word Ayurveda, I was basically floored because she knew what it was. And not only that, she's been doing everything that she possibly can to live an Ayurvedic lifestyle. She's been doing this and she's been hoping unbeknownst to anyone else because whenever she had mentioned the word Ayurveda, people didn't have a clue what she was talking about. So during my interview with Lisette, she tells us how she feels with now being able to experience the Panchakarma treatments and to live an Ayurvedic lifestyle, one that she had really been striving for. So this was a most enjoyable interview from a person who is experiencing the benefits of Ayurveda. Show number 10, and I felt that I needed to touch on another therapy that I personally know is beneficial because I've had to resort to it when I had tennis elbow and I really could not stop working. I welcomed Stephen Arnold of Waypoint Acupuncture in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. Now, Steve has been practicing acupuncture for the past five years, and he explained the technique of acupuncture along with the many benefits. He also spoke of how acupuncture affects stress and emotions, something of which are both running on high in many of us at the present time, given the current global situation. Steve also spoke on moxibustion and its benefits and went on to explain what gua sha therapy is, as well as its health benefits. Steve and I enjoyed a little chat on the just fix it attitude that many of us have. That's the attitude that we get when we just don't feel that we have the time or the want to change our lifestyle to benefit our health, but we just want the issue fixed by the practitioner as quickly as possible and we're on our way again. Should you wish to contact Stephen Arnold, you can find him at www.waypointacu.com and I know that he'd be happy to help you. With show number 11, I welcomed Jinsung Zhu of Hello Herbs in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Jinsung holds a PhD in botany from the Academy of Sciences, and he has nine years of teaching experience on Chinese herbal medicine. 
Now, ginseng spoke of many different Chinese herbs and their benefits, as well as some immune-boosting herbs, and many different herbs used in preventative medicine. Ginseng has a physical store that's located in Halifax, Nova Scotia, where you can purchase an unimaginable amount of different herbs. So if you'd like to contact Ginseng for more information regarding his herbs or preventative herbs or any other Chinese herbs, he can be reached at www.helloherbs.ca. Show number 12 brought us once again to Jane Lawson of Natural Approach School and Therapies. And this isn't only because I so enjoy talking to her and you love listening to her, but because she has so much great preventative information regarding the COVID-19 virus, and we all need to hear about that at this time. Jane spoke not only of washing your hands and not touching your faces, as we've been, as we've been hearing so much of lately, but she had excellent information regarding our clothing and how the virus will attach itself not only to that, but to our hair, our shoes, our cars, and just recently, um, the New York Post stated that the virus can actually live on our shoes for up to five days. You know, it's so many of the little things that we never seem to think of. Even like the fresh fruits and vegetables that's in the grocery store. Someone actually may have touched that, that had been in contact with an infected person without even knowing. So Jane also told us of some of the sniffy sticks and the other products that she's been putting together in hopes that it will have positive effects for preventative measures for her clients. So if you'd like to have more information regarding these and other products that Jane has, please contact her at Natural Approach School and Therapies on Facebook, and I know that she will be so happy to help you. Now at this time, since I've covered many different therapies, I'd like to speak of some Ayurvedic herbs that I've not covered that may be beneficial as an immune-boosting herb or as an overall beneficial health herb. I'm going to go to break right now, and when we come back from break, we're going to look at some immune-boosting herbs from Ayurveda. Voice America is available on your Google Connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Visit Doreen's website at dmurphydoucette.com and click the radio tab to purchase your supplement and dosha questionnaire. It will allow you to know your body dosha and what supplements, vitamins, and minerals your body requires at any given time. You'll receive a report by email that gives you all of the required information. You'll learn which foods give you your required supplements, and you have the option to purchase your report in printed book form and have it mailed directly to you. Visit dmurphydoucette.com today. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to your daily dose. If you have a question for Doreen Doucette or her guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dose at gmail.com. Now, back to your daily dose. 
Welcome back. Um, before we went to break, I already spoke of ashwagandha, garlic, and ginger, of which are considered to be the super herbs for your immune system, and it's recommended that they be added to your daily diet. But then we also have a few other ones that are worth mentioning. We have astragalus. Now, astragalus has been used to strengthen the immune system and to treat colds, and you can find it in a powder, an extract, or a tea. It's also been shown to have anti-inflammatory and antiviral effects. Now, many people are using this as a preventative medication. However, because astragalus will stimulate the immune system, anyone who has an autoimmune disease, or if you're taking an immunosuppressant medication, you should not be taking astragalus. So when you're out searching for some of these herbs um, that, that you're seeing going online or you're hearing other people that are taking, you really need to check into these things to see if they are going to help you or not. Another one we have is Boswellia. This is known as Indian frankincense, and it's a resin from the Boswellia tree. This is actually known as a spice, and it has anti-inflammatory properties, and it can reduce, reduce joint pain, it can improve your digestion, and it can increase breathing capacity in people with asthma. Now, Boswellia can be found in tablet form or a topical cream, but it also may interact with other NSAIDs if you're taking them, such as ibuprofen and aspirin. So if you're going to use the Boswellia, you don't want to be taking your aspirin and your ibuprofen. We also have Googaloo. Googaloo is a resin that's collected in the springtime from a shrub. And it's used for reducing all three doshas, them being vata, pitta, and kapha. It's very beneficial for the complete nervous system. It will decrease pain, it can decrease swelling and ulcers, and it stimulates all systems of the body, so it's considered a rejuvenative herb. It can be found in powder or tablet form. Keep in mind, you should not use Googaloo during pregnancy, and it may also contra contraindicate with any birth control or estrogen medications, so beware of that. Then we have Parpata. This is an annual plant and all parts of this plant are used and are beneficial for jaundice, for liver problems, for gout, dysuria, skin diseases, fever, and burning sensations. It will help to reduce kapha and pitta, and it can be also used for the relaxation of muscles. Parpata can be found in powder and liquid forms. And then we have maricha. Maricha is better known as black pepper and it's useful to reduce kapha and vata diseases. This is good for loss of appetite, for indigestion, liver problems, cough, fever and colds, and it's good for an itching throat. Now black pepper can be obtained, of course, in powder, oil, or tablet form. We also have pata. This is better known as velvet leaf in English, and it's the root of this plant that's beneficial for reducing kapha and pitta diseases. As well, it's beneficial for cough, for dysuria, or fever. It will reduce burning sensations, and it will give more strength to the body. Now, I want you to use caution if you have higher low blood pressure, or if you suffer from migraines, diarrhea, and insomnia. You, you want to watch out for that. Then we have Brahmi. I'm thinking several people are, are out there are familiar with Brahmi. 
The whole Brahmi plant can be used, and it helps to reduce kapha and vata disorders. It's beneficial for reducing edema. It's, it can be classified as a painkiller. It helps in digestion. It's a blood purifier. It's beneficial for the heart and the throat, and it's excellent for improving mental function. It's also used for asthma and bronchitis. And in India, a lot of the children will use Brahmi. A lot of the school-age children will be using Brahmi. Then we have myrrh. This plant, first and foremost, is a detoxifier. It has antimicrobial properties. It's an astringent, an anti-inflammatory. It's an expectorant, and it's an energizer. It's used for digestive problems, for cold sores, common cold, and a sore throat. Please do not use this plant if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. Again, I'm referring to the myrrh plant, not the essential oil. Then we have shilajit. Now this is actually a famous medicine, but it's not considered an herb. It's a brownish black substance and it seeps from the rock cliffs in the Himalayas. This tar is collected, they purify it, and then they encapsulate it. It's used as a general detoxifier, and it strengthens the nervous system. It will increase strength and stamina even in healthy people. This is the best medicine for toning the kidneys and the urinary system. The only thing with this medication is you should not take it if you suffer from sickle cell anemia or if you have too much iron in your blood. So the next one that I'd like to talk about is not an Ayurvedic herb, but many people are turning to elderberry, either extracts, syrups, or supplements as a preventative treatment. And some people will take these all year long. Now, while this can be very effective prior to you having a cold or a virus, it seems that it's not a beneficial one if you have the cold or the virus. What happens is it actually makes your immune system overreact to the virus, and the overreaction can be very damaging to the lungs. So again, when you're searching for preventatives, be very careful. Ask many questions and be sure that what you want is going to assist your body in a positive manner and not be detrimental to you or your family. One more thing that I've been seeing over social media is apple cider vinegar and people are telling you to gargle with it um, because it will help to clear out the throat. Well, apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid, which does have antibacterial properties, but... Regular gargling with this is probably going to cause more harm than good. Um, because of the acid, it's going to cause the loss of your tooth enamel, and it can also decrease your potassium level. So you need to be careful about what you're reading on social media and seeing online. For now, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. I'd like to thank my listeners for tuning in each week, and I encourage you to continue to watch here on Voice America. As well, follow me on my Facebook page at Eleanor Autumn House so that you will be the first to know what I have in mind for when I come back. Please, everyone, stay safe, stay well, and please stay home. I wish you all your best health, and we'll chat soon. 
Thank you for joining us for your daily dose. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition with your host, Doreen Doucette. We'll see you then.